Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKFIX for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Marinero, The Sick Podcast. And you can follow us on all social media platforms and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Sick Podcast. Today, March 11th, 2021, is a very special day. Why? It's the 25th anniversary of what? You would have guessed it by now. The 25th anniversary of the closing of the historic and legendary the Montreal Forum. And joining me right now is a guy who was on that ice 25 years ago, former Montreal Canadian, Stanley Cup champion, Patrice Brisbois. How you doing, Pat? I'm very good. Thank you, Tony. Pat, if I say to you, March 11th, 1996, pretend it's the day of the game, the final game at the Montreal Forum versus the Dallas Stars. Can you remember the entire day, the morning skate, the afternoon, driving to the rink? Can you remember all of that? Yeah, it's been, like you said, 25 years. Uh, it was, what a day, what a, what a day, what a night. Because, you know, as a player, you make history. And uh, um, uh, we all know the forum, what it means. Uh, that was Maurice Richard, that was Jean Beliveau, that was the Olympic in 76. That was so many things, so many special things. And uh, as a player, you know, you, you, that's the last game. So as, you just want to win that game. You know, you don't want to uh, lose the last game at the Forum. So uh, we're just focusing on, on, on winning the game. And, uh, but, you know, it was, we, we feel, we feel the, that, that emotion, that pressure, and uh, that was what an evening, what a night, what a it's so 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 great memories. Three years before the closing of the forum in 1993, you won the Stanley Cup on Forum Ice. What's and obviously your greatest memory of the forum has to be winning the cup for sure. When you won that cup in '93, is there something that you guys did in that Montreal forum that you can share with me a story, anything? Well, as you know, you know, the, the big riot outside. So we have to stay in the, in the building uh, after we won. And uh, it's a ma magic moment because, you know, it's, I don't know if you heard about that, but Stéphane Lebeau never drank alcohol in his life. Wow. And that night, and that night, he tasted one beer, wine, champagne, so you know it's 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 it's, it's things like maybe for people that ah, I just you just drink a, make a, you drink a few drinks but it's something special because you say you know what I'm going to drink only if I drink if I want the Stanley Cup. You know wow. things like that it's 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 special and we didn't know it was it would it would be the last Stanley Cup we're going to win at, at the forum you know we we're hoping the next year, the year after. 
Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it was the last one, and the uh, and the yeah. way, and you know what, Tony, the way we won it, it's special. We were not, we were not the, the favorite team, even against Quebec. Quebec was the favorite team in the first round, and after that, Buffalo, the Islanders, and you know, in the final against Gretzky, LA, and you know, all those overtime, you know, 10, 10 wins in overtime in a row. So it, it, it's the way you, we won it and uh, that make uh, that, that Stanley Cup special. So speaking of that Stanley Cup, and I wasn't going to go there, but now you just opened the door. Everyone has a different story about Marty McSorley's illegal stick. <laughs> What's your interpretation? What's the story? Well, first of all, I and my and my uh, Jacques Demers for his decision because now we all know. Okay, that was a good decision. But do you imagine Tony if that was the opposite? Wow! Do you imagine if the stick is legal? We're done. It's zero. It, you're zero two. You're going to to LA, and uh, we we know we have a few players. They have illegal curves, and make sure it was one of them. Uh, I think. Robbie Tai, you know, and but it's to make the call. It's to make the call. Say, so you know what? That's we're gonna measure a mix, make sure it's stick, and that that change everything. And do and and another thing, Tony is: Do you imagine if, if we don't score on the power play? Wow! So you know, we score. Yeah. Rick Desjardins score, scoring overtime. Add Rick, he make history. So it's it's. It's it's crazy, honestly. I yeah. remember all, every time I think about it, I'm like, wow, it's 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 very special. That story of the cup fascinates me. That well, unfortunately, there was a riot going out on side. That's not fun. I'm sure you guys didn't want that. But so you guys got word. Somebody came to you and told you outside, it's a riot. It's dangerous. We're yeah. not leaving. Stay here. Who told you that? And did you all stay together? Did you stay in the locker room? Did you stay in the corridor? Were you all over the place? What were you guys no, doing? After that, after we won the cup, for sure, in the dressing room, you know, all the media, family, you know, Celine Dion was there. I have a picture with Celine Dion and René Angelil. And, you know, it, it was special. My mom was there, uh, sister, brothers. And, 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 and around 12.30, 1 o'clock, Carbo says, okay, Everybody out, and that was just the players with the cup. Okay, and after that, the the organization said you can't go on. It's a riot outside, and uh, so what we did, it's uh, we went on the second floor at the forum, and we had a meal there and drinks. And I think I left the the forum. It was like four o'clock in the morning, so it, it was and a little bit drunk to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let, let's get back to the closing of the Montreal Forum. We know your your greatest souvenir, obviously, was like you just said, the night you won the cup. That night, the closing of the forum for me, Patrice, and I was just a fan. I was 23 years old. I was watching it at home. I was not a member of the media at that time uh, because I got into this business full time about 18 and a half years ago. So I watched it at home. I would have loved to have been there. It was sold out. The tickets were expensive. I watched it and the ceremony and, and so many of my favorite players of all time. And, you know, especially Guy Lafleur, who I grew up idolizing. And for me, I was very emotional watching it on TV. Was it just as emotional for you, the players, or because 
they were players and your players, you're able to detach from that. How are you feeling? I was emotional, Tony. Wow. You know, I, because you grew up as a Montreal Canadian fan, you know, and you work all your life and maybe, maybe you're going to make it. You know, your first step, you, you need to get drafted. And after that, you, you need to make the team. Now you make the team, you need to stay in the NHL. And your dream is to win the Stanley Cup. That's, that's, that's fine. But growing up as a Montreal Canadian fan, it's the last game at the Forum. And you see all those legends. The Rocket, Jean Bilivaux, Henri Richard, Emile Bouchard, Serge Chavard, Bob Gainey, Guy Carbonneau. And you feel like I'm part of that organization. That, Ken that, Dryden. Ken Dryden. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to yeah, yeah. forget any names, but yeah, yeah. it was wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and you feel so much privilege. Like it's something you have to be there. You know, you, you just said as a fan. But you imagine as a hockey player, you get the jersey and yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm like them, you know? I don't want to say I'm a, <laughs> I'm a legend like them, but yeah. it's, it's incredible. You know what? And, and yeah. the, the ovation with Maurice Richard. Capitaine du Canadien, leader incontesté de l'équipe, élu au temple de la renommée en 1961, la plus grande légende de l'histoire du hockey, le numéro 9, Maurice Rocket Richard. You know what? I have tears. I have tears in my eyes because that's all. That's a man deserve so much. It's the rock. It's Rocket Richard. Yeah, I rewatched it oh, today. Matt. Oh I yeah, today. Me, me too. Already. <laughs> me too, Tony. Yeah. It's like and and the oh, the ovation boy. lasted over seven minutes, right? And he, the Rocket, a very strong man, got very emotional too. And yeah. I could see a young Patrice Brisbois, 24, probably 25 years old. I, I could yeah. see you by the bench and you were going, whoa, like that. You were, wow. you were like, you were so happy for him too, eh? Like you were yeah. so happy for that ovation. I was happy and, and he deserved it so much. He gave everything. He put, you know, the, the French uh, people on, on the map. Yeah. You know, hockey was more English and this and that, but... You know what? It's, it stand up and and people recognize like it, it did so much for the the French people and then and the, the the Quebecer and and that's why you know I'm you see that and like wow that was you know that night that was the love that energy like you know what Mr. Yeah. Richard thank you thank you what you did thank you it's yeah. incredible so you know what as a little boy growing up and you see that. You want to be like those guys. You know, you want to be like yeah. a gentleman, always be nice with the fans, always like like Jean Bilivaux or, or Guy Lafleur. You know, that's 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 the way I, I try to I try to be. 
Il n'a pas été le meilleur buteur, mais personne ne les marqua comme lui. Non. Il a marqué cinq buts dans deux matchs. Euh, un fois choisi les trois étoiles du match. Leader incontesté de l'équipe. Richard Garneau, just saying it, just the goosebumps. You know, Pat, when I watched yeah. it earlier today, like I told you, yeah. there's a couple of things that really struck me, okay? Yeah. One is I thought it was so well done. I don't know yeah. if they ever could have choreographed it actually better than they did. Yeah. With Emil Bouchard going into the dressing room, getting the torch, coming out, passing it from captain to captain, It ends up to Bob Gainey. Bob Gainey passes it to Guy Carbonneau. Guy Carbonneau yeah. gives it to Pierre Turgeon. It was amazing. Hey, wasn't yeah. it amazing? Yeah. yeah, it was. It was, Tony. I was, uh, I think I was Regent Tremblay who, uh, who worked on and a few people. And, uh, yeah. and Regent told me, you know what? He was writing all, all the script for, uh, yeah, you know, the script, yeah. That's it. And uh, he says, even when he was writing things, he, he says to his mind, he said, that night's going to be the people that will never forget. Yeah. And, and, and he was right. Uh, he was right, yes. And the other yeah. thing that he was, we're with Patrice Brisebois, it's the Sick Podcast brought to you by my bookie. Use code SICKPICKS for 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Pat, the other thing that struck me watching it earlier today was, and you just talked about it, Um, Larry Robinson couldn't be there, but Guy Lapointe, Serge Savard, Gump yeah. uh, Worsley, um, uh, Ken Dryden, Jacques Lemaire, Bob Gainey, Guy Carboneau, Henri Richard, Maurice Richard, Guy Lafleur, <laughs> Jean Pelliveau, Steve Schott, Ivan Cournoy. This goes on and on. I was watching it. I said, oh, my God, how many good players played for this team? It was amazing. So many greats, one better yeah. than the other. When are you going to see that again? Hey. <laughs> that's a good question, Tony. But you know what? That's why the, that's the franchise with the most Stanley Cup. With all the name you just mentioned. Yeah. You know what? They they are legend. In my book, they it's you know what? They give everything, everything. I, they, I don't hear you for I don't hear you. Do you oh, hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear me? Okay, there you go. You were cutting out. Now I hear you, Pat. Okay. Okay. I'm you were sorry. talking about the fact that you're like, just, no, that's okay, Pat. Um, at the end of the game, when Pierre Turgeon invited all the players off the bench to come and skate around while he was carrying the torch, a lot of players were, were mixing with the alumni, miss, mixing with these legends. Who did you go to? Guess who? Lidal de Tetempep. Le numéro 10. This. Guy Lafleur. I saw, we, we knew. They, they asked the, the, the actual player, you know, we're going to leave the ice with um, a legend. And yeah. I knew right away, so you know what? When they're going to the goal, I skate right yeah. away to Guy Lafleur. So I, really, I really want to leave the yeah. ice with my idol, Guy Lafleur. You know, it, it's, it's funny, Pat, because... Guy Lafleur was really Guy Lafleur in um, 76, 77, 78, 79. Uh, that was when he was really at his best. Four Stanley Cups in a row. You're 50 years old. I'm 48. So you were born in 71. Um, and it's funny because at, in 76, you would have been five years old. But believe me when I tell you this, Pat, 
My first memory as a 48 years old, I remember in my youth, I remember Gila Fleur scoring against the Bruins in 1979. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Some people, believe me, it was such a big moment. I remember it. I, I would imagine the same thing for you, Pat. Yeah. For sure, Tony. That's that's that goal against Boston in the playoffs. Yeah. And you see Don Cherry, you know, like the, you know that game. And you live on, Yvonne Lambert scored a winning goal yeah. in overtime. But that goal, it's 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 such a classic. And but Guy scores so many goals. The first time I, I went to the forum, yeah, I was like 10, 10 years old. I went, I went with my brothers, with my brother and uh, and Gila Fleur scored two goals against Buffalo uh-huh. that night. And they said, you know what? That's that's Gila Fleur. That's my idol. You yeah. know, even, even if, if I was a de- I was playing defense, Gila Fleur was my idol. I want to score yeah. like goals like Gila Fleur. I want to skate like Gila Fleur. I want, you know what? I was, it was. He can do everything on the ice. He was spectacular. He gave everything. And even Tony, yeah. when I retired, okay, I was playing with the Montreal Canadian alumni team. And I had the chance to play like uh, four or five years with Guy. And believe it or not, it was bad checking in the alumni game. Wow. I see Gil Lafleur bad checking, like, you know what? Like, Hey, Guy, it's all right. Even if we get scored, we're going to score more goals. But that, you know what? That's the kind of player he was. Every time he was on the ice, I was full out and give everything he can, he can give for the fans. He says, we're always, even in alumni, so we're always something to prove. And he was right. People, you know what? They came. Maybe we has been as a player, you know, with the alumni. But always, Guy says, we always have something to prove to the people. So after the career that Guy Lafleur had and yeah. all the Stanley Cups and all yeah. the goals and the Hockey Hall of Fame and everything like that, he played in alumni games. He back-checked, and you said it's okay. And he said, we always have something to prove. Yeah. Man, this is a real one. That's, this is, that's it to me. That's, that's Guy Lafleur. <laughs> that's That's... That's that's, un- that's unbelievable. It's uh, the yeah. sick podcast. I'm Marinero. He's Patrice Brisbois, former Montreal Canadian and Stanley Cup champion. Go to sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and more. Use code SICKHOODIES15 for 50% off on all your hoodies of all your favorite teams. Once again, an officially licensed sports apparel. Pat, just wrapping up, there's so much that happened in that Montreal forum. It's incredible that, and it's it's what a year that 95-96 season was. And if there's a moment of sadness for me now, 25 years later, when I look back, Patrick Roy was traded just three months before the closing of the forum. And it just, it doesn't seem the same to me. Patrick could have been there to close the forum in a place in which he had so much success. And of course, won a Stanley Cup on forum ice and had won another one in Calgary wearing a Montreal Canadiens jersey. So... What a crazy season, huh? Patrick Roy got traded three months before the closing of the forum. 
Yeah, it was a crazy season. And uh, you know what, to me, that, that really hurt me. When the Montreal Canadian trade, uh, trade Patrick, uh, you know, because I all, even if Patrick was my teammates, it's still like a kind of idol for me because I always, always loved the way Patrick get, get ready for a game or practice. You know, I always, always want to be the best. And looking to a, kind of, a player like that, you're just, you're just getting better because he said, you know what? He always want to make a difference in a game. He knew he was the best, and he always gave his best. And uh, when, when Patrick uh, got trade, I feel like, you know what? That guy gave everything for the organization. A little something happened, and bang, get trade. And that's, I, that's the time I realized hockey is a business. And when you are, when you you're doing a good, hey, we love you, give you some odds. But as soon something happened, that's it. We we'll trade you, and and it seemed like I don't know. It's when so, you uh, said that's not you, fair. When you said a little something happened, still and look, obviously it wasn't repaired. He was traded. We know what happened. But when you look back, do you think that situation was repairable? Sure. I think so. I think, you know what, it's easy to say, you know what, after like 25 years, you know, that's okay. They, they should say that. They should do that. They, but I, I think they they little, they, uh, they, they, little, they little bit panicked a little bit too much. You know, and if I was, you know, Regent Raoul and Mr. Corey, I would call Patrick, say, you know what, come in the office. We're going to talk. And though, um, Okay, you don't want to play here anymore? Okay, but you know what? Come back to play, and we're going to trade you maybe in a week, two weeks, a month. But you try to keep, you know what, to, to get the, the best of it. I have nothing against Jocelyn Thibault. I think Jocelyn Thibault, you know what, he came to Montreal and tried to fill Patrick West's shoes. That was, you know what, he was uh, 21. No win situation. No win situation. Exactly. All the pressure. He was young. He was, he was very talented, but I don't think he was at the right place in the right time. He was always be compared to Patrick Roy. So I think Montreal Canadiens should wait a bit and get maybe a, 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 a better deal. Pat, if, did anybody... Of, of, that you know, did anybody go to the president or the general manager or the coach? And maybe you didn't because you were 24, you were still young, three, four years. <laughs> but did anyone go and say, guys, we, we, we got to fix this or did everyone just stand back? I think uh, uh, for my part, you know, I have nothing to say. Like you said, I was so young. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if somebody else did, but that was so big. You know what? you as a player, you don't want to be the, the, the guy, uh, hey, uh, you should call Patrick and, you know what, uh, and, you know, make peace. But, you know what, I think when Patrick has something in his head, say, so you know what, yeah. I played my last game, that was it. That was Patrick it. Brought so many great stories 25 years later of the old Montreal Forum, the closing of the Forum. How many hot dogs did you eat in that building? Sorry, I can't count. <laughs> Too many. 
they were good though. Right? Tony, they were so good, exactly. They were so good. They were oh, so good. You're right. That was, was so there, good. Besides, besides the dressing room, was there a favorite spot that you had in that building where you would hang out? Was, no, because I was so you know what the dressing room. Yeah, I was always, you know, what almost the first one, the last one. I love to be in that dressing room. I was so magical, you know. I was like, you feel that you have some, you're in the place special, and uh, yeah. I think the dressing room for me was the best place in the forum. Had all these great stories and more. You can also hear it on your podcast, which you're yeah. a part of as well, with uh, in collaboration with the Montreal Canadiens. You're part of a podcast as well, right? Bringing in alumni and talking to alumni a couple of times per week. Talk to us about your podcast. Yeah, yeah I started that uh, two weeks ago. Uh, you know, they, they approached me if I want to do that. And uh, I said, why not? Because it, it's all, all the players I play with. And it's nice to uh, reconnect and uh, ask them where they are now, what they do now, uh, what they they like a playing playing in Montreal. Uh, they have if they have any regret, uh, the best coach, you know stuff. People love those things because yeah. that's sometimes uh, the the players they they feel comfortable and they say things. And uh, we have really really good interview with Sheldon Suray, uh, Alex Kovalev, yeah. uh, Max Lapierre, I did the Gilbert Dion, and. Uh, very very nice i really really enjoy it and uh, hopefully we're going to do uh, more uh, in the next few weeks good for you pat listen uh i know it wasn't always easy for you there were ups and downs at the end of the day though you won a stanley cup i would imagine you have no regrets we are, we always have regrets tony always uh you know what I, i think that my biggest regret I never say that to anybody, but I will, I will tell you because nobody asked me if I have regrets. Uh, when I was become a free agent I, and I signed with Montreal, that was my biggest regret. Why? Because, because all that shit happened. If I was signed with another team, I will never have that, you know, miserable time and depression and stuff like that. So I signed that that big contract, one media, you know, I start the the you know the bad press and that was it. And getting boo and you know, I was walking, uh, Bruce Bar, you suck. See, you know, that's, I was I was crazy, Tony. I was uh, uh you know, I was just a little kid doing what he loves the most and playing hockey for the, the best organization. I always, always give my best. I never cheat myself. You know, I always, always give the best. And, you know, it's a team sport. So yeah. you, you can, even if you work out uh, through two, three, four hours a day and you shoot a thousand pucks and, and looking video and because you want to be the best, if your teammates beside you is not ready, it's not going to work. Pat, you know, uh, I'm not easy to listen to when things are not going well or a player is not playing well. Yeah. But I pride myself on one thing. I believe I've never made it personal. And I think fair is fair. The player plays well, you say he plays well. He doesn't yeah. play well, you say he doesn't play well. In your case, with one member of the media in particular, it got cheap and personal, I thought. But beyond that, eh? And it, it, it was, Tony. It was. Yeah. It was. And I never, 
you know, many are part of, of, of the job as a hockey player. You know, things going well, good. If you write good things or you say good things, all right. If I'm not playing well, I'm the first one to know I'm not, I'm not playing well. You don't have to tell me I'm playing, I'm playing bad. You know what? And I always try to, you know what, to improve myself. And okay, why? You know, looking video, positioning, this, that. But it's always, you know what? They're all good. They're playing in, if you play in NHL because you're good, it's all right here. It's yeah. all right here. If, you know what, talent is not enough. It's a work ethic. But the, the second thing I think is it's, um, it's mentally. Yeah. You know what? If in hockey, Tony, if you're, you're reacting, it's too late. If, if you say, do I have time? It's too late. So you, you can't question yourself. You have to go with the flow. You have to, you know what? If you're confident in the puck, you see the puck, oh no, um, the puck's going to go there. And you know what? The puck's going there because your anticipation, it's, it's good. You know, you're confident. Yeah. But as soon you lose that little thing, you know, that little fraction of second, you know what? Things sometimes, you make decision and, ooh, it's too late. What and advice, Pat, you, you said yeah. you went through some bad moments and we'll end it with this, but what advice can you give hockey players now who are making a big salary they don't always play to that salary we can even use price for example who's the highest paid player on the team and he's had his ups and downs in the last five seasons so he's not always going to hear good things what advice having gone through it can you give players today you know what control what you can control you know what when you're on the ice when you're in the gym what you know what that's the, those things you can control. The outside, the media, the fans, nothing you can do. So, you know what? Focus what you have to do. Try to do your best as you can. And you know what? It's a game. You need to have fun. Even, you know what? You pay 10 millions a year, 2 millions. You know, it's a game. You're supposed to say, you know what? I'm going to have fun. It looks like and, you're having fun now, Petrus. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to. You know what? One life to live. Have fun. It's, you know what? I'm, I love, I have to be honest with you, Tony. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm happy right now. Uh, I have two great girls. I have a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. And you know what? I'm healthy. So the rest, hey. I've, you know what? I have sometimes bad news or, you know, bad days like everybody else. I'm human. But I, I try to give, I try to enjoy my life the most as possible. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to hear you're in such a good place. And I'm happy to see you smiling. And you know this already because I've told you, but you're one of my favorite alumni. So thanks for doing this, Patrice Brisbois. <laughs> it's always great. He's Patrice Brisbois. I'm Tony Marinero. It's The Sick Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Sick Podcast. Merci, Patrice. Thank you, Tony. Thanks, Pat. Have a good night. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. Use code SICKPICKS for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet, win, get paid.